Hi, this is Darren Moon. And I'm Joe Whitmer. Welcome to the Thriver Podcast. This is an ongoing conversation about life, health, and community, and we're glad you're here. All right, and welcome back to the Thriver Podcast. Uh, Joe and I are here. Uh, Just a little bit of details. We're here with Elaine. Um, This is episode four, and we're really excited. It's all about friendship, friendship month. Um, And then um, for those people out there that are starting to follow along with these, watch these, listen with these, um, please give us a like, give us five stars, give us a share, anything that you could do, we would appreciate it. It gets our uh, information out. Um, So yeah, I want to really excited to it. invite Elaine onto the podcast this month. So Joe, we want to share a little bit too and uh, give some details as to Elaine and kind of ask those opening questions for us. I love it. Welcome, Elaine. It's good to have you this, you. this time around. I know. I so, uh, shake my nerves out a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's just a conversation that's okay. going to be a lot of fun. We're going to learn from you and uh, happy to talk to you guys about friendship. Yeah. And um, so talk a little bit about yourself. So give us like the Reader's Digest oh, version gosh. of who you are. <laughs> of so, everything I am. So let's just, let's just say, so you grew up in Cali, I, I heard. I grew up, I'm from California. Yes, okay. born and raised. And then what happened after California? So I, I just, you know, your typical childhood, plenty of trauma and tragedy to really build your character. Yes, indeed. Uh, two weeks after I graduated high school, I moved to New York solo. And oh. I did musical theater. That's amazing. Which is, I mean, contributes to my extraness, probably. Yes. Extraness. I, extraness, yeah. <laughs> as well as drama. my, my comfort good. with yeah. people. Um, so I lived in New York for five years. And then I decided I had to get a real job. Mm-hmm. So I moved back home to California. And I went through nursing school. And then I worked in the ER for six years as a nurse. Okay. And then... Which um, is kind of an extroverted type of role. You yeah, meeting for lots sure. of people in that yeah. role. Yeah. And you you meet people on their on their worst days, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get really used to being comfortable in awkward situations. Yep. And uh, then my husband brought me out to Indiana, and I love it here. I do love Indiana. You do. Yes. And now Good. I have my own little family here in Indiana. Love it. So, yeah. how long have you been a part of Thrive? I have been here for three years. Three years. Well, almost three years. In three May, years. it'll be, so a month from now. A month from now. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be three years. I don't remember the details of the f- how you like found us, but I do remember that we did our foundations together. Like I was, yeah. it was me and you one-on-one. I was really lucky because, so I mean, backstory of, of me in general, um, when I came to Thrive, it was kind of like something that I didn't know I needed. Mm-hmm. I actually was gifted a six-week um, membership. Yep. So it wasn't something I even sought out, but I was going through a lot of personal tragedy. My son mm. was recently diagnosed with um, a regressive form of autism. Mm. Plus my daughter was going through um, developmental preschool, three hours of speech a week, mm. um, lots of therapies. So I had a lot of personal things going on. And when I came to Thrive, it was kind of just, I'm going to try this and get a workout in. Never touched a barbell. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I don't think I really even knew what CrossFit was. Um, but then you were kind enough because my son had autism. You were like, don't worry. You could come in in the morning. I will personally help you. Um, so I didn't have to subject my son to coming at in the evenings mm-hmm. or mess up mm. his schedule. So that's kind of what brought me here. And Very then cool. I stuck because, yeah, you, did. you know, 
and you've been community, a great addition and mental to the community strength. And yeah. And if you don't know Elaine, come to the gym for about five minutes and you You'll will know her. So People don't recognize good. me because usually I have like my hair in this. I'm not usually this pretty. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is very atypical for me. Um, I love it. So, yeah. But I try and say hello to everybody. Just So kind of. give me your, your favorite and your least favorite movement. Okay. I love handstand push-ups. Seriously, you know, she because rocks them too. She's, I'll be honest, I who knew that I could get upside down and like get myself back up? It's unbelievable. <laughs> so the, the I think those were one of the first things that I picked up on. Yeah. Um, least favorite is anything I can't do really. So like, well, I can't really squat anymore, which makes me super sad. Yeah. Um, thrusters. Uh, yeah, those are horrible. Toes to bar. Which Absolutely. you always like push me. Come on, Elaine. You, you can do it. You totally can. Um, what else don't I like? Double unders, because mm-hmm. again, I don't have them. It's just yet. you know, it's not yet. yet. It's yet. not necessarily because I dislike them, but Yeah. Yeah. So you have a husband and two kids. I do. You have a nursing background. Yes. You have a musical theater background. Yes. And all this is playing into our topic for today. Which uh, is part of the reason I think people think that you are a great friend is because the way that you've been put together, the experiences that you've had and your ability to connect with people uh, lends itself to being a great friend and helping other people uh, succeed in friendship with one another as well, which is why you're on the podcast. Yeah. And we want to dive into kind of what is this friendship thing all about? So Mm -hmm. what are we going to ask her about today, Darren? Let's see. So one thing we kind of started out with those uh tell me about a friendship um why are you why are you so good at it that's one of the first question joe and i wrote why is she so good at friendships well it's funny because when you say friendship i think more friendly i feel (laughs) like those are two very different things i think i'm really good at being friendly and being open and welcoming because i i was bullied a lot as a kid i was a heavy heavy kid and i was a weird theater loving um <laughs> extroverted kid and so that lends you to be picked on a little bit and i don't know it it's important to when you're in a new situation you'll always remember that person who made you feel welcome yeah and for me it's kind of like i get gratification by making people feel comfortable yeah you yeah. know so it's not really that i'm good at friendship as much as I think I'm good at being friendly, which is like the building blocks of any friendship because it starts with that like smile and then, oh, we have a common interest and then getting to know each other. I love that because and what what you've said there is when you enter into new situations, you remember the person who was friendly Mm -hmm. and to be that person is, I think you're absolutely correct. The building blocks of friendship is being friendly and your ability to encourage people to engage in that and your ability to model that I think is one of the things that we're looking to build on here because when you have friendly people what you'll do is you'll have a community that's built um, on those friendships and we see that developing here at Thrive and we just want to see that continue to grow and just having that understanding and talking about that and engaging with it like we are is going to be a helpful step Um, and so thanks for that building block is just one of the things is just being friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next one. When uh, when do your friendships become important to you and how did you develop skills in this area? When did it like, when were you like, I am a, I need friends. I'm a yeah. friend's girl, that kind of thing. When did that kind of develop? Um, well, again, we talked a little bit about like my extensive background. Um, I grew up 
with my parents were separated. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not to delve too deep into that those those days, but my mom ran a daycare, so I always was around kids. So yeah. I always had like 13 kids in my house. Plus, we lived with my uh, cousin and their kids. So I always had a house full, which kind of started like learning how to be social and how to navigate mm, yeah. friendships and yeah. things like that. Um, and then uh, theater, you yeah. know, you have to be really good being comfortable with your body and other people's bodies and then being a nurse, same thing. Yeah. You meet people on their worst day. Yeah. Um, so that kind of like is what gave me some skills in that area yep. of being able to just talk to people. Yeah. Do you think you've, like, something that's just kind of always come naturally then? It seems like there's not that moment, that defining thing. It's just something that's kind of always been there. Because I, for me, like, it was always, I was an only child, and my mm-hmm. parents were super introverted. So You were an only child. I'm yes, surprised. surprising. But I think that, it, that pushed me to be extroverted. Yeah. Right? I mean, because I just did, I was like the opposite. So we're very similar. I think we're very similar in yeah. our personality mm-hmm. types, but I think it's kind of interesting to see how differently we both kind of came up and, you know, yeah. separated parents, same, but... Um, yeah, just like the difference of I just it was boring to be at home, so I just wanted to yeah. get out. I was never home; I was always out. So um, my stepdad's a very interesting character too, uh, and I know I didn't re- really write on this, but he had a really, really troubled childhood. But he always had the best attitude, and my parents raised me from a really young age to kind of like look at people as like an opportunity to develop yourself. Yeah. So when I get out of my comfort zone and meet somebody. Like, I'm looking at it as a new opportunity to develop my own character. Okay. So yeah. I that's how I, I look at friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this may not be a person. I've had preconceived notions about people all the time. We yeah. all do, right? We're all mm-hmm. guilty of it. But if you really get an opportunity to sit and talk with someone and then get to know them, even no matter how different their beliefs are, yeah. no matter how different their how they grew up or their lifestyle was, yeah. That's going to make you a better person. Yeah. So ultimately, friendship is selfish in some ways because you're you're becoming better by developing your own personal skills. I think that's a really great outlook on it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that the the self building and then the the offshoot of that is that you are developing that person as well because it's a two way street in friendship and in friendliness. Be, by developing yourself, you're also rubbing off on that person, allowing them to understand y- who you are and what you believe and how you think and what your background is. Mm-hmm. And I think the best friends are when there's still acceptance and love and connection, even when things are different. Right. And that's where, where it goes deep. And I love the, the, the aspect. I think the friendship story, my, my story is very similar to mm-hmm. you. I got beat up almost every day of sixth yeah. grade because I Character was the building. weird kid, right? <laughs> but then develop. what happens is I think there is a longing in people's hearts. Yeah. They want to be known for our good and for our bad and then still engaged and connected to. And I think that's what we're looking for in our friendships is does somebody truly know me and who I am and are they still willing to engage in that? Yeah. And when we get to that place, that's where I think those healthy and good communities and friendships grow. But then I think um, one of the next things that we're talking about then is how do different personalities play into that? Because it's easy for us here, I think, at the table who I think we're all extroverts, right? We're like, never met a stranger. We can go up to, you know, anybody in a room. But how, how do different personalities play into friendship and how, how, how do they develop well if they aren't an extrovert maybe? Well, like anything that's worth something, it's not easy, right? So 
yes, it's easy for me. Was it always easy for me? No. I was a bartender and I would sit and talk to one customer for four hours. Yeah. You get really good at small talk yeah. when you're yeah. forced to sit with someone for that long. So I think putting yourself out there, I mean, at the gym, I had never touched a barbell before. I had never done a gymnastics move, yeah. but I kept coming. I used to have to talk myself like 20 minutes in my car, talk myself <laughs> into coming inside because it was so intimidating. Um, and I think friendship, like being an introvert, is kind of approached the same way. Hmm. It's not going to be comfortable at first. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that just by having a friendly face or smiling, you don't you don't have to be um, super engaged with that person. But you can at least show like, hey, I'm a nice person. I'm friendly. Yeah. Um, and then I think also like I have a lot of friends who are very introverted. Yep. And what I always mm -hmm. say is like adopt an extrovert. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. You, if you want to be in a situation that maybe you're not comfortable in, grab a friend who you know is going to be easier to make conversation mm -hmm. and put yourself out that way. Yeah, I love that. And I think I've also heard it said, too, that I think extroverts are good at a lot of friendships and introverts are good at deep friendships. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not yeah. that an introvert can't be friendly. Uh, introverts have great friendships. Yeah. And I think um, this would be helpful for us too. This is an awesome opportunity for people like, hey, comment and let us yeah. know oh, yeah. like yeah. what's going on um, in, in a world outside of our personalities yeah. and help us as a community grow through your comments and through your insights yeah. and say, as an introvert, this is how I, I approach friendships and this is how I do it in the gym. This is how I do it in life. And it'd be an opportunity for you guys to uh, give us feedback and, and let us know where Not we need nice to grow. Nice feedback though, because we don't need any yeah. more character development. That's right. That's I haven't right. gone through the phase of being like ridiculed on social media yet. I, I am There's hoping that is not something now. I'm going to yeah, approach no, into. That'd be great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, how have you approached friendships and have you learned or changed anything as it relates to the gym? Oh, okay. Um, so, again, I kind of talked about um, when I started, like the last three years have been very monumental in my development as a person. Hmm. Um, my son being diagnosed with autism yeah. was really um, difficult. He yeah. went from completely typical speaking to losing all his skills. So um, when I came here and I came to the gym, it was like I didn't have family here. I didn't mm. have like a group. Mm. And when you're going through something tragic, mm. it's really nice to have people, yeah. even if you don't want it. And yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm one of those people who's like, go away, yeah. I don't. Uh -huh. But when you come to the gym, it's that kind of like just morale and like mm -hmm. support. Like it doesn't matter that I am the the weakest or like the Nothing. slowest, yeah. but I'm just saying yeah. in general yeah. for anybody, but everyone cheers the same for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that's kind of what um, I got addicted to coming to the gym was that like these people, who just met you would cheer for you like a way I think a, a close friend would. And it was just kind of surprising to me yeah. that that building of community. I think that's something that we have been blessed with. And I mean, I can't speak for other gyms, but I right. know every lot of gyms are taught, you know, group fitness gyms, CrossFit gyms. They talk a lot about community, community, community. I think for us, it's just always been intentionally trying to just through the staff love on our members. And mm -hmm. then it's seeing that love kind of, learned and then lived out from members loving on each other. And I think it's been, we've been blessed by having this community 
and if you want to come try a class and experience it, come 9.30 with Elaine. Oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just this outpouring of just loving each other, wanting the best for each other, encouraging each other, despite of, you know, doesn't matter what level or any ability. And just yeah. like you said, you had intimidations and stuff and coming in and those people over time ease that you know now like do you have any fears about coming in no i love it like i come in every day just like i'm here yes she does you know and i think too um i didn't come into this gym thinking like oh i'm gonna meet some lifelong friends and i did like i threw the secret about it is (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know just like coming in and like um Getting to know people and then like now these people are coming to my house and now we're hanging out and now like I have been able to develop um, a home here after being a transplant from another state and a lot of it is because of the gym. Yeah. I'm actually reading a book right now. It's it's called Know What You're For, mm-hmm. uh, like F-O-R. Mm-hmm. And the big title of the book is For. And I think that's what I found at the gym is it's people that you didn't expect to be for you are for you in, in, in big ways. And it's not just cheering you on uh, to, to hit a rep or to hit a PR or whatever it might be. Yeah. They are for you in that. But it goes beyond that and that they are personally for you. And that, I've been to other gyms, is not the culture yeah. or the atmosphere all the time. And I think that's one of the things that sets Thrive apart is the the ability that people are for you here. And it doesn't matter your skill level, your personality, or, or what your background is. Yeah. There, You'll find people here who are for you. And that's another um, building block to friendship is just being for people. And, yeah, and I love I that. That's why we're all so. here for like two hours. Yep. That's it. I know. Exactly. I'm going to keep talking. And this podcast yeah. is going to be it's, so long. But it's, it, it's true. Yeah. Like you okay. come in and, you know. So I'm going to skip ahead to the question and kind of oh, go gosh. from the, you know, <laughs> this is a very place of a place of where it's warm and inviting. But what do you how do you deal with those situations where people aren't friendly and you get yeah. in environments where you're um, where there's just having struggles with friendships and making that connection? I mean, this is something that I still struggle with myself hmm. is mm-hmm. being kind to unkind people. Yeah. And my mom has always told me. The harder someone appears, the sadder someone is, the angrier, those are the people who need the most love. Mm-hmm. And, so. and it really is true. It's how you react to someone says more about you than it does about them. Yeah. It, it really I agree does. 100%. So yeah. I try and kill people with kindness yep. and just do my best at not becoming jaded or, um, you know, not everyone wants to be your friend. Right. And that's okay. That is okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because it's really their own personal thing. Yep. And, you know, they're missing out. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it's, it's something actually I see that I see in I see in my I saw in my grandma yeah. uh, when I like she passed a couple years ago. But I, I mean, every person that came up, she's like unconditional love. And I see like I think that's something that you just kind of have is this kind of like I this unconditional. It doesn't matter who you are, what your life story is. Elaine's gonna love yeah. you for who you are. I mean, and I love people with um, troubled issues, like yeah. because it's a reminder that we're all human yeah. and we're not perfect. Yep. So expecting someone to live and believe and have the same exact lifestyle as you in order to be your friend is 
I mean, you're going to make your little pool very, yeah. very yeah. small. Yeah. I think about, uh, I don't know why, but that Wally, like when they're all in those little carts and that wall, and then like Wally comes in and he's different and he changes it up and he gets people to stop using like their little the cart. Have you ever seen Wally yet? Um, you I haven't either. <laughs> you I have no idea Wally? what you're Is talking about. Is it an age about? thing? Oh, I don't know. No. Wally? You have kids. You should, <laughs> I know. You both Wally. Well, oh my now, gosh. Now I'll they watch all live it. on a spaceship and they're like, um, they've <laughs> float on these devices and they just have a screen in front of their face and they're yeah. in their own little bubble and they never oh, leave that little wall, bubble. Oh, uh, yes. W-A-L-L-E, e. the robot. I'm yes. The, yes, I've seen this. And I think they're, you know, like, I think it's really cool that it's kind of like that. You're stepping into those people's bubbles and I think people get in those bubbles and then they have a bad reaction or they kind of forget what it's like to be social, to be yeah. friends, to be yep. connected and be real with people. And right. so they're harsh and then they're not kind and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So for me too. And I think one of the things that I've developed having a profession that requires you to engage with people who may or may not be friendly mm-hmm. is, um, developing a, a list of really good questions. And so I have a oh. file on my phone cool. and it's just called questions. Yeah. And there's hundreds of questions on this thing that I will sometimes, uh, g- reference and what you do then is you turn the tables from yourself to um the other person and just getting more information about them and as you do that what you can do is hopefully find those one or two things that you can link on to that you can find that commonality Mm -hmm. in and so i think just being able to ask good questions is helpful too so then talk to me about we've got like so extroverts right we Mm -hmm. we can do lots of friendships what is that transition point from surface friendships? Right. Like I know you and I like you and we're friends and your day is great, my day is great, to like deep friendships. So I'm like I kind of really like you. Yeah, like like <laughs> l- let's hang out. Like well, hey, I let's think, again. <laughs> can we move this relationship to the next level? <laughs> being being friendly to everyone, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're like we're ride or die for each other. Yeah. I think that develops over time of spending time together. I think trust is very big in friendship. And so when you meet someone and you can talk about personal things with them and get on a deeper level, um, share some of those things that are maybe personal or or tragic and in what made them who they are, um, you're able to kind of relate to someone on a different level. Um, And then also I think trust, like getting back to trust, like I want people to know you can talk to me. I'm never going to judge you. Mm. I I want to be your friend. I will not be a yes person to you. If you want a true deep friendship with me, I think it's important to say I'm your friend and I'm not your yes friend. So I'm not – it's not out of like fear of you rejecting me that I'm just going to say yes and agree with you. Right. Like to be able to disagree but also to not judge. Yeah. I think that's really important to develop a deep friendship. Okay, I'm going to take this further. So Uh-oh. what if you have um, – what if you're somebody and you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't have – I've got a lot of friends, but I don't have a friend like Elaine. That's uh-huh. What would you do – what would you tell the person in that situation that's like, I don't have friends that I feel like wouldn't be – you know, if I said something vulnerable to them, yeah. I think they're going to be down the street telling the neighbor – the neighbor friends and letting them know about my my dirty stuff that I you know how do you you're you're after those deep relationships yeah. of trust what does a person do when they don't have those kind of what what's the steps there well i think at that point um i, I don't want to say seek out new friends cuz mm. that sounds pretty terrible but realize the limitations of a friendship yeah i have friends that i'm close to 
but I don't, don't necessarily trust with, with like uh-huh. my deepest and darkest secrets. Yeah. Um, and I think again, getting back to layers in a friendship. Yep. Like the, it's very hard to find someone that you trust one hundred percent. I mean, you could look to your spouse, who I think, um, like my husband and I have amazing communication. It's a no judgment zone. Mm-hmm. Um, probably more on my side than his side but <laughs> I mean he, I love it. he knew what he hey I he hope you get what, to see this uh, podcast he and see what's going on here yeah I knocked down those walls for seven uh, years uh, you know? great. um but again um looking where you might find it I know that you work in the church yeah. I think if you are um someone who goes to church you could seek out like a pastor if, if you feel like mm. you need to say those deep personal things yeah. to and you don't have a person I think it's very important still to communicate to someone about those yeah. things yeah. keeping those in is is yeah. yeah so seeking out that somebody that you know you can trust and I right. think that person needs to have something I've kind of learned recently is it's just like especially with a spouse is like you need to have, there needs to be a level of trust of knowing that you can say that stuff and you're never going to use these things against me that exactly. open communication is like you know these things that could hurt me but because I've I've shared like 100% honesty but it's also being a good person of saying I'm going to never use that against you right. you know what yeah. I mean through anger or whatever it doesn't matter what happens these are kind of off limit things that we don't talk about off limit things things like that so yeah I think that's that's really really helpful, and it's and it's good. I, going back to your layers of friendship, not every friendship has to be level ten depth, right? right. You yeah. can you can have a few good friends that you confide in, and then there's there's circles of trust that I think you build over time. But so kind of beginning to land the plane here a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. what are the resources that you go to, or that you would recommend? Like, if yeah. you're looking to develop as a friend and be more friendly or seek out friendships, what are some of the resources that you would recommend? Um, well, just touching on a few things that we already talked about, like always being open, yep. always being open to allowing someone into your life and not being afraid of the bad things that can come out of things. Yeah. I've made a lot of really bad choices in my life growing yeah. up, but I have more regrets about things I didn't do yeah. than mistakes that I made. Yeah. And, and that's huge. But also, I think there's a lot of resources with social media. Mm-hmm. Like, even me having special needs children, yeah. I've been able to find a community of other parents who are going through what I'm going through yep. through Facebook. Yep. Thousands of that's people awesome. who are like me. Yep. You know, um, finding common interests, going to a gym, mm-hmm. yep. opening yourself up to talking to someone. Love that. Um, you know, find again. Find lane. <laughs> Find, a, find, find me and yeah. I will find you a friend. Yeah, <laughs> well, and I think it's it's good to remember too, like in that openness, like everybody's walking through that door with something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really, really good and sometimes it's really, really bad. Yeah. And if we can model honesty in our interactions, so like when someone asks, so how's your day? You're like, actually, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. And it's not like, great, good. Weather's great. Water's fine. Everything's wonderful. Yeah. But like get, getting to those real places with people and modeling that, I think is another resource is being the friend yeah. of the friend that you're looking for. And so that's, that's true. That's you helpful. only get what you give. That's it. So being that for people and mm-hmm. realizing that everybody's walking through the door. Yeah. Uh, looking for those connections. I think it's something there's kind of two, two takeaways. I think it's the, what can the extrovert learn? And I think the extrovert can learn to not be afraid to take it into that deeper level. Yep. Because a lot of extroverts, I think, are more surface level. Mm-hmm. Lots of friendships, but not deep, meaningful yep. relationships. Yep. 
And then the introvert can learn a little bit more about when I wish you, I wish you could say this again. When you said you meet somebody new, there was a couple things that you said that you do. What were those couple things that you said you did? I forget what you, you kind of said that you, you kind of, yeah, you said that you, um, um, I smile first of all. You smile. And I think what you about relating to them, something you said about trying to find something to relate. Well, Darren, you yeah. just well, put go me back, on the spot. Go back. Go back. Go yeah, back. Because no. I'm pretty sure that she said that she finds some sort of common ground, something yeah. that relates to the person. And yeah. so that you, it makes more, I'm much more comfortable to communicate when I feel like I have something in common like, with like you. CrossFit. Like it. CrossFit. Right. Yeah. Let's, Let's talk about Let's CrossFit. Let's first rule about CrossFit. You talk about yeah. CrossFit. That's yeah. <laughs> the first rule. That's, it. That's hilarious. So just uh, last question for me would be, are there any things that we didn't cover that you were like, man, I really wanted to talk Gosh, about this? You know, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sh- oh, we did kind of talk about um, how to befriend someone who maybe is a little different than us. Yeah. And, I, and I was going to get into um, having a kid with autism. I think they tend to not react to people the same way mm-hmm. that we do. Yep. Um, so, and I did want to touch on that. Yeah, that's I great. think um, when you approach someone with special needs, yeah. you kind of get into their world. So, like, what makes him happy? And realize that those people may not react to you the way you want them to or what's typical. Like they may not smile back at you. Um, But if they grab your hand, walk with them. If they want to jump, jump with them. Like that's what I do with my son because he stims a lot, which it's what makes him excited. So I try my best to like, oh, I'm going to jump with you, you know, Uh or I'm going to clap my hands. Or So I think it is important to reach out to people who might have differences. you just never know where it's going to lead to. Yeah. And again, we're, we all want to be better people, yep. right? Yeah. I, I've never met someone who doesn't want to be yep. better. And I think just starting by being kind and being friendly um, is a good place to start. Love it. Yeah. Well, I think we can see from this episode that Elaine is great at friendship <laughs> and there's lots to learn. So if you have more questions or things that you'd love for her to answer, it'd be really cool to have you guys comment. Um, again, like, share on Facebook, whichever channel that you're picking this up on. Um, ask us some questions and we will bring those to her and let her answer those and put those in the comments and tag her in those. So Or just friend me. Yeah, there, you go. there it just is. Just friend me. Good. Friend me. And on, I'll find you. What's your tag on Insta? Uh, Elaine Weiniger. It's just my name. There we go. Yep. There it is. Sounds like a good time. Um, So yeah, like the post, share the post, help us out with that. And then if you have questions, uh, hit us up and we're looking forward to interacting and becoming a friendlier place to to interact with each other on. So thanks so much for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you on our next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Thriver Podcast. Make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can leave us a comment, we'd love to hear from you.